Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com slash essential. That's E-P-I-C-O-R dot com slash essential. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Welcome back to the Boost Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. On this episode, we feature Jessica Koch. Jessica has traveled nationally speaking at conferences. She helps transform her clients' business development processes to accelerate the success of their sales teams. The part of Boost that she will address really is the intersection sort of between optimizing relationships and securing thought leadership space. Check out how her non-traditional route to business building has really propelled her and the clients that she supports. Let's listen in. Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Excellent. Now, I've got, in full disclosure, I have to let our audience know, you and I met on probably our favorite social media platform, LinkedIn, right? I would totally agree with that, yes. <laughs> Good stuff. And you are a fellow entrepreneur and a trainer and speaker and all that great stuff. And just tell us a little bit more about your background, Jessica. So I traditionally, so I started, um, gosh, um, I just had a birthday, so I turned wow. 46 and fabulous, and I have been doing sales and marketing for more than 25 years now. I started uh, quite literally in, in high school, so I um, was the very first to be hired at a, um, a conference center and resort uh, hotel kind of situation. And I learned all about CRMs and the hiring process and the upsell process and how to talk to customers and working with corporate clients and booking weddings. And I learned a lot about the sales process. But from there, I went to a radio station. And that really, really lit the fire for sales and marketing for me. But then I spent about 15 years with a firm where I traveled across the country and I work with Fortune 500s, our government um, government entities across the country, mostly counties and cities, um, public school systems, universities, hospitals, things like that. And I spoke at conferences all throughout and was even asked to sit in on think tanks in Washington, D.C. to help the county government executives think more like a business uh, so that they can lean less on tax dollars and more on self-sufficient, sustaining projects. Wow. Now you're speaking a lot of people's love language right now. L few, lower taxes, economic right? <laughs> That is music to our ears, especially right now with what our government is facing. Right. But before, you know, I, mm. I w don't want to gloss over one of the things that you so eloquently um, shared with us, the fact that you, you know, sort of got started in, in high school. So let's, let's stop yeah. there for a moment. Let, talk to me more about what that looked like. Like what happened that caused you to sort so, of, to get your attention as I, a young person? 
I was born an overachiever. So this is a true story. I was a goody two-shoes. I was student council secretary. I was in the plays, in the choir. I And I quite literally, um, I wasn't one of the popular kids, let's just say. I mean, I got voted in student council secretary, but other than that, I was not in the cool kids club. So in the summer, I literally took extra courses for fun including an English course with an English, because one of my English teachers I just adored. And um, obviously talking, a good good subject for me. I, I do that well. So, um, <laughs> so a good class for me. So I took it over the summer, and I was so ahead by my junior, senior year that literally um, I wanted to graduate with my class, but I showed up for, I don't know, I took some electives, like I took a typing class, and, and then they sent me away on work release. So I was the youngest to be hired um, at this resort center on the water, and, at, and especially at the front desk. So they had other positions, you know, in, in the hotel that they would let young people work, but I was on the front line learning the computer systems, and I just found it so fascinating. And I loved how happy um, I had the power. I saw this power to make the customers happy. If I could mm. go that little extra mile or do that little extra thing that made their their stay unforgettable. Wow. I guess that's where I, I got the bug. But I was an overachiever, and so I was bored. So I got a job. <laughs> Man. No, and I only had good. one class to take in high school. So I was like, okay, now <laughs> what? what? Can I do now? How do I fill this time? Yeah. I got 40 or 24 hours of my day right now. So then when I look okay. at your LinkedIn profile and I see the University of Life and Work Experience, tell me a yeah. little bit more about that. What does that mean? Well, I have a, a tremendous respect for people who um, go down the road of getting really high level uh, degrees and education. Um, I, on the other hand, uh, went a different direction. So after, um, you know, I was young and, and thought I knew everything. And even though I was offered full rides and scholarships and I was in the National Honor Society, I didn't go to college. I married my high school sweetheart and headed off to Europe. And I traveled throughout the United States and I lived in Germany for three years. And um, I continued doing um, sales-based kind of positions uh, for the majority. I did take some college classes, but then I started my family when I was 21. So I was young. Wow. And uh, and I had a, a, a small heart. I'm the mother of seven children. Oh, I had five wow. girls and two boys. Oh, my goodness. Um, Five of which I birthed, but the two I've been the stepmom for, for, um, tw- you know, I've been with my husband now for 20 some years. So, uh, he's a second husband. So we re, we, I remarried, but, um, yeah, University of Life, really, I, um, I have managed sales teams all over the country for, um, in the industry of the, of the online learning mm-hmm. support for universities across the country. So I managed that sales team. I worked in a marketing firm in Virginia where I managed a territory there where we did uh, Washington Gas Energy Services. We did we managed Disney's account. We managed Verizon account. And it was all business-to-business accounts, and I did the interviewing hiring territory. I basically, literally, actually, I, have, I wish I would have saved them. I have a pair of shoes that I wore out the bottom of the soles going door to door and training clients on business marketing. It was the old school direct door to door business marketing. And um so I've done all kinds of sales and radio sales was a huge one for me too. That was a big learning curve. And then I just ingested every single audiobook workshop, learning book. Now I just put out an article on 
LinkedIn. I am constantly reading uh, and I put out a book list of the ones that I'm, I read last year, but I'm refocusing on putting them into action because a lot of these books that you read are fantastic. But mm-hmm. if you don't go through and apply the principles and, um, and do the, the work, so to speak, they don't get you very far. Right, <laughs> it's just really right. great information. Yep, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> from wow. that standpoint, that's what I mean by the University of Life. I have really uh, learned it by working in I've landed for the firm I talked about that I was with for 15 years, a nationally competitively bid government cooperative contract, which didn't even exist for their service type without my pushing the entities that put those kinds of contracts out to put one out that was service-based. Mm-hmm. So I accomplished that. That took five years, um, but we landed it nationally, and it was um an incredible growth for that firm. The Lots thing that stuff. I love about what you're you're sharing <laughs> is the fact that so often um, we as society tend to marginalize people that don't have a college degree, you know, sort right. of formal yeah. education. But to your point, there's so much information out there. There's no reason for us to yeah. just sort of say, you know, respond with, well, I don't know, because the answers are out there. And so, yeah. you know, when I look at also the increase, the, the mounting amounts of student debt, the expense mm-hmm. associated with a formal college education. And again, not to marginalize or say, oh, no one needs to go to college. But I think that college isn't no, for everyone. And I think we as society yeah. try to put everyone in that box. And so I just really admire that you took an alternate route and are still doing really well um, for yourself and for your family. So kudos to you. Well, part of that was life choices. I mean, you really, you can only do some, I chose to have a family early. Well, that kind of, that was, that was a different story. But anyway, <laughs> the family came early. And, uh, <laughs> and my choices were, you know, find some time to work, find some time to be a mom, find some time to be a wife, find some time to play with them and go to school and do homework and, 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 and at some point, you have to, it has to give, you know. Had I do, I think I would have loved going that other route as well. Yeah, I think I would have thrived had my life been kind of shifted or pushed in a different direction. Um, that would have been fabulous for me. But I do remember one of so I spoke at the AASA conference years ago in San Francisco. Now, what's AASA? That is, it is um, an association. Um, basically, it's a national association of the school superintendents. Oh, gotcha. Um, uh, for the public school systems across the country. And I was standing, I mean, and there must have been about 5,000 on the stage with the teleprompter, the, the glass thing. I mean, the, back then, this was big, high technology, right? And I'm mm-hmm. standing up and you see all these bright lights and you only see the first few people in the front rows, right? And I looked down that and this realization, everything I was going to say totally went out of my head. And I said, you know, ironically, I'm up here uh, and I have my master's in marketing from the University of Life. And I lifted up my foot even and said, wearing off the bottom of my shoes how I earned it. I'm standing here in front of a sea of people with their PhD. I mean, typically a superintendent has a PhD, you know? And I said, joke's on you. You guys came here to listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) And fortunately for me, the whole room laughed. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, because that's a that's a risky joke, right? Didn't take that joke. (laughs) And you don't have the student debt, right? (laughs) Exactly, right? And and then the other thing I was. Um, going through, of course, you know, I'm doing this time of year, choosing my year word and vision boards and mapping out my business plan for 2019 and 2020. And I step back and realize I'm teaching for the university uh, uh, in our community that's connected to the University of Maryland in the spring. And they, I just sat down with meetings with them to do other classes and other departments. And 
I never thought anything like that could happen for me. I mean, here I am with no degree, and yet I have this opportunity based on achievement to to teach, which is a, a great honor for me and very humbling. Well, since you brought it up, I have to ask, what's your one word? Oh, so my word for this year is I'm very wordy. Remember, we just, <laughs> <I know. laughs> my word for this year is action with focus. So isn't that two words? Technically, <laughs> technically it's three, Maybe right? Three. Action with focus. <laughs> action with focus. That's um, so. What I'm doing is um, making sure that I am because I I had a lot of time last year to develop like ideas and strategies and where I'd like my business to go. And, of course, I did a lot of things, too, um, with my clients and customers, but um, taking more action directly in my business and with more focus on specific projects. So that's kind of exciting for me. Wow. So I guess you could uh, hyphenate it and say focused action, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Focused action. Yes. There so you go. I had a partner in high school, but we did just that for each other. I wrote a paper and she would write a paper and we would swap and I would make more words for hers as she was a woman of few and she would make less words for me as I am one of many. <laughs> now, another fun fact that I happen to know about you is that you write songs, right? And that you're pursuing yeah, well, having them published. So. So what yes, type of, so what's have, your genre? Well, I have, um, I, I am blessed to be married to the love of my life. So oh, nice. I have a, a love song that I have the words for that I've developed and I'm looking into getting the music written for. And the music's in my head, so I know how it should go. I just don't write music as far as the, the notes go. And then I have several that are um, more Christian contemporary based because, you know, that is... Um, what I enjoy listening to, but I've had some impactful things happen to my children and my family. And uh, I guess that has, I usually, I think something impactful is what moves you. I mean, actually something impactful is why I have a business to begin with. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yeah. So then you write the songs. Are you also a vocalist or do you play an instrument? Oh, uh, you know, I, I like to think so in the shower, but I don't think anyone else agree. <laughs> God's gift for me was marketing, not supermodel singer. <laughs> uh -huh. Yes, yes. Now, okay, about marketing, because I know cause marketing is a big thing for yeah. you. So describe what, what you mean by that, cause marketing. So everyone I work with, all, all the consulting work that I do, I help them take a look at how they can um, – it really actually falls in line with your your boost uh, process. You talked about you talked about optimizing relationships. Mm -hmm. Well, I have them really take a look at what it is they are trying to achieve within their community, and then what the community is trying to achieve, and see if we can't leverage that. If I've learned very uh, very young when you can help other people and really focus on what it is they're trying to achieve then divine intervention, if you ask me, um, then you end up receiving exactly what you need and sometimes more, mm -hmm. much more. Absolutely. Um, so I have them take a look at their marketing programs and see how we can't connect them to something that speaks to them that's greater than themselves as a business. And I do the same for my own. So all my marketing and all my consulting work and all my business is always tied to um, a cause. Gotcha. Now that makes complete sense. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share as we wind down this conversation? 
I just, uh, so my, my two um, quotes are, so since I'm the mother, some of this is how these were generated. Uh, people matter most. Mm-hmm. And I try to teach my children that um, from a very young age mm-hmm. is, you know, when it comes down to it, all the rest can wash away, but people matter most. Yes. Uh, quote by Jessica Gotch. And then another <laughs> is now is later sooner. And that comes from having six teenagers in the house at one time. Wow. Because I would always hear, not now, mom, I'll do it later. Ah, but now is later sooner. <laughs> wow. So do it now. Quote by Jessica Gotch. <laughs> <laughs> that is wisdom. That goes right with my focused action. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, ponder that for a hot minute. Now is later sooner. <laughs> They do it now. (laughs) That's right. That's right. No more delay. Well, this has been awesome, Mm -hmm. Jessica. Thank you so much for your time. I'm sure folks listening in will want to stay connected or connect with you. So what are the best ways for our listeners to reach you? Um, They can reach me on a website, jessicalcotts.com. And then, of course, on LinkedIn, uh, Jessica Koch. And and then I think I even shared with you um, my YouTube channel. So you're welcome to share that with us the listeners if you're able. Awesome. And I just want to say that I'm incredibly grateful that you took the time to have me, Kelly. And I also want to say for the people listening, they might not realize in a lot of ways our our business and what we do and how we help customers in the community overlap. And this is your show. And what a great testament to the kind of person you are in your mind of abundance that, um, that you would share this time and space with me uh, because I think that speaks volumes about you, Kelly. Oh, thank you so much. No, there is more than enough and all ships rise with the tide. So I am just fortunate to be in good company with other marketing and branding and LinkedIn professionals such as yourself. So thank you so much for your time and your contributions. I definitely appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in to the Boost Podcast. I hope what you heard today will help you to build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. If you liked what you heard, please don't forget to share the podcast with your family and your friends. And while you're at it, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. For more information on me or any of the other services that we provide, feel free to head over to our website, kellytleonard.com.